0: This is CT Startup, your source for information on entrepreneurs, investors, and the resources in the Connecticut startup ecosystem. From university campuses to industrial labs, from Stanford to Hartford, and from Danbury to Norwich, if it's happening out there in Connecticut, you'll find it in here. Now it's time to enter into a world of innovation, a world of human struggles, heartbreak, and achievement. And most of all, a world of wonder. Welcome. To CT startup.
1: All right, so we're here at the Connecticut Small Business Party with uh, Sam Devito, the person that's kind of putting this all on. I think so, this is the second one, right? Yeah. Come so, How you doing, Sam? Speaking to the mic. Come I'm on, good, get close yeah, to I'm
2: it. Good. She's being all shy. Yeah, she's being not. Okay, shy. Shy. Hey, I'll get up close and yeah. personal. I ain't Sam, scared. you're usually loud.
1: Come on, stop doing this shit. I'm right. scared. I'm scared. All right. So, uh, so Sam, tell us what what is CT Small Business Party? What, what what's going on?
2: All right, CT Small Business Party is a collective of eclectic artisan small business owners. So it is tough being a small business owner in Connecticut oh, okay. and you yeah. got to do everything you can to hustle and get your name out there and, and uh, do whatever you got to do to make sure that your business grows and thrives. Amen. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I've been to a few other networking events yep. and um, you know, I just really wanted to create one that focused on being fun.
3: Yeah.
2: Focus on artisan level businesses. I'm a tradesman and I wanted to connect with other people that were in the trades. Um, so, so
1: actually let, let's yeah, talk, let's about, talk that. about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. talk yeah. about what you do because I think it gives context because a lot of things when you talk about startup you talk about being an entrepreneur you're thinking about companies that are scale businesses that are going crazy right? computer. exactly blah blah blah, blah right? yeah. but, but
4: Sammy's I, so much cooler than yeah that. exactly <laughs> but, but,
1: but, but the coolest <laughs> right but, but Sam like you're talking about artesian level companies that are like one man shows two man shows that are it's a lifestyle right it's not a, it's not a scale business right or what
2: absolutely we are the opposite of corporate. We are the, we are the small businesses that are hustling, that live by their trades, that die by their trades, that are getting their hands dirty, that um, just worship their art. I mean, that's what we're about. Yep. We Love connecting with people that are as passionate about. Um, whatever their trade is. Can,
4: can you talk about some of the projects? Cause I,
1: yeah.
4: I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you've done some cool stuff with some Thanks. names yeah.
1: in Connecticut. So, right? so give, uh, give, 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 give an idea okay, about so like what, what, how I are you a dark team? I am
2: a custom woodworker. So I do any, anything that's related to wood, but I'm also a metal So I'm joining these trades together. So I love making headboards and sliding barn doors, live edge slab tables. Um, decor, whatever weird things that, that my demographic is looking for, they come to me. They see pictures on the internet. They have a weird idea in their head. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it for them. I'm gonna salvage and find cool historic shit. Excuse my language. It's okay. We got an explicit. We got an explicit label on that. So. Yes, we do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. earned that. <laughs> there yeah, we go. So anything you can imagine, I'm gonna make it. And I needed to connect with other tradesmen. So if I need some really niche stuff made, I I want to know. I want to have a, you know, a repertoire of other artists out there that can help me make that table, can help me make that bookshelf, and and get their hands on this historical, really eclectic type of stuff. So i need this for my business to survive and i've got my girl jmo here
4: (laughs) yeah we were i was about to say you know you're not alone here yes
2: so i have connected with so many amazing businesses on social media if you are not on instagram you are crazy i have met the most inspirational talented community oriented businesses and jmo is one of them so we connect on marketing and um I she I help her she helps me and that's what it's about that's how you're gonna make your small business thrive.
1: Yeah yeah. So so what do do you do yeah so introduce yourself tell us what you're about.
5: Okay. J Mo, Jess Moran, J Mo. That is my business name. It is my rapper name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so so, so so she's an
1: entrepreneur, not only but doing like you know a little small business, but she's also you know a rapper. So <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Um, I, I try to keep the rapper stuff on the side, but um, what I you gotta own that. <laughs> you gotta
1: you gotta no, own it. Come I, I on. I know
5: it. I know it. But now that I'm back here in Connecticut, I was in Boston and New York for a while doing video marketing for big brands. I was yep. working with L'Oreal Paris, Avon, makeup. Um, Microsoft, Zipcar. So I was working with big brands on their video advertising. So specifically YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, video. Uh, working with their ad agencies or the Brands Direct to basically bring their content to the right audience, make sure it's seen by the right eyes at the right time so they're not wasting their huge budgets, yeah, which are yeah. obviously way different than Connecticut small business budgets. But basically, what I found was, you know, while it was great work and great exposure for me, I was, you know, at a great company with a great team. I really wasn't feeling as fulfilled as I felt like I could have. You know, I really miss Connecticut. I've, I'm really close to my family, and I said, you know what? Let me try, you know, before I have a mortgage, before I have kids, let me get back and flex the entrepreneurial muscle, you know? Yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me bring the the big city marketing back to Connecticut, because it's really important, and it's really attainable on a, you know, a local business budget. So, that's why I'm And here it's not drive. that
1: bad to start a company in Connecticut, right? No, it's really not that bad, compared really to not. New York, right? If you started that same company in New York, you'd be...
5: You would be, I, I mean, I probably couldn't do it in yeah. New York, but then again, you know, I'm more comfortable in Connecticut because I'm from Connecticut, you know and, what I mean? And so I was saying
4: this before we started casting, but, you know, game recognized game, you know.
1: It, you know what I'm
4: saying? <laughs> Jess knows what's going on. Like, I've yeah, been, yeah. you know, I've been doing this for a he while, knows,
1: and, like,
5: knows, like, she knows what's going on. She's yeah. doing good work
4: yeah, yeah. over here, so, you, know? so are
1: you So, where are you in, like, Connecticut? I mean, are you folks in certain, certain types of companies, certain types of industries? So, Why? really,
5: my niche is Connecticut small business. That's okay. my niche right now. So I, I've only been in business about eight months, so I started okay. at the end of
1: June. So a newbie, all right. Hustle I'm a newbie, okay. you know
5: what I mean? But I um, I really wanted to build my small business portfolio because, of course, I can show what I did for the big brands, but yep. that doesn't really dial down to the small brands. So I needed to kind of build my portfolio here, show people I know, you know, the big stuff, but how it dials down yep. to the local business level. and. So now, really, my niche is just Connecticut small business. But at the end of you know my first year in business, I'm hoping to. Uh, kind of dial down into either web design or social media or yep. e-commerce, whether that's on Groupon or Etsy. When I'm finding a lot of my clients, they do need websites. But really my background, my forte, that is in social media. So I don't want necessarily want to let go of that, and I feel like there's a lot of potential on social media that small businesses aren't yep. harnessing yet. Or telling the
1: story, right? Exactly. They don't, they're not telling the story the right way. They're not, you got to own a, your and brand.
5: You, and you, and yeah, you have to
1: and you have to document what you're doing. It, the, the documentation document right. of what you're doing, right? The, the Ask Gary V kind of mentality about exactly, social media
5: but, you know? but it's not only like you have to give yourself a personal face as well because that community influence is so important yep. and I feel like so many people they try to focus on the product they try to focus on the service which is great and of course your customers want to see that but also you're a local business right they want yep. to know you're real people they want to know that you're a real human that they can interact
1: you can with. go down to Main Street and, and talk to you
5: 100%
4: and that, that's what this these parties these, these gatherings are all about right yep. it's about you know meeting fellow local business owners you know Sometimes people will say, hey, you know, Connecticut's starting a business in here, you know, people don't work together, they're not getting together, they're not. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I, I think we have things like these, these events where it's like, listen, we, we're all coming from different walks of life, but there's some cool shit going on and we can work together on it. Hell
5: yeah.
3: Yep. Hell
4: yeah, yeah.
5: yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping to be a part of. And that's why I was so psyched to, to link up with Sammy because she told me about the small business party that she was having. She's an animal. She's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> she's her own business and now empowering other businesses, which is so huge and really kind of kind of the up that I feel like a lot of community small businesses need is that, that sort of networking hub that she's really put together for us. It's, so. it's
4: like so, some people have a certain gravity and people orbit around them Sammy's got that gravity.
3: 100%,
6: 100%, 100%. Yeah, yeah. You sucked us you sucked us in, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're here. Like. Yeah, yeah, I can be yeah. very persuasive. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So so uh, Sammy, so uh, CT small business party, right? So CT your first your first one, body. your first one is at Hog River, yep. your second one's at Kinsman. Yep. I feel yep. a little bit of a theme coming yep. on, so that's another brewery coming on. Like oh, is, yeah. it, is, it, is this how it's gonna be happening Every or what? Project, everything, I build, <laughs> everything I do revolves around liquor. Okay. Yeah. We're
4: normally not allowed yeah, to yeah. drink during yeah. our podcast because we're at a
3: law firm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man.
2: We Every, should talk to Dave about <laughs> that. Everything I do revolves around the suds. Yeah, know yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just think people should feel relaxed. I think it, the primary focus of these kind of networking events should be... Yep. the social aspect Nice. Nice. and then you talk chat and then you collaborate and then you have to feel comfortable you have to feel laid back and this is yeah. not this is not a stuffy networking event no. this is a first and foremost we are partying <laughs> and we're going to do business and we're going to yep. have fun doing business and that's what's yeah, up yeah, because, because i mean
1: what yeah. what you're really talking about though is business is a relationship Interaction and especially with from an artesian level, right? An our, our, our level golf is like, yeah, yeah this is our <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: we're yeah. on the links right
1: now. We're yeah. talking shop. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, This is way more interesting than golf. <laughs> I don't know. I like golf. Don't go hate on me golf. Some Come golf. on. Don't. do <laughs> I'm so golf. hating on yeah, golf, yeah. golf a little bit. Like it <laughs> yeah. takes a long time. Sam, don't. Minute. Yeah. Sam, no. please hey, golf. Don't. Don't try to be. Hey, I love some golf.
2: I'm just saying, this is the nightlife. It's getting awful
1: political over here. We're getting loose. We're
2: talking shop. We're connecting. This is what's up. Yep. This is how right. we do it, man. So, so
1: you got CT Small Business Party. Are you trying to do it once a quarter? What are you trying to do? Yeah, we're
2: going to do it every three months. So our next one will be the first Thursday in November. Okay. It will most likely be back here if Kinsman. has Tolerate yep. our shenanigans. We will be okay. back here. Yeah, and so and so, uh, Sammy. Yeah. So
1: you don't just do the uh, Connecticut Small Business Party. What, what's uh so really Instagrams the, the shit, right? Yeah, so yeah, what's your, your Instagram? Yourself, yeah, you got yeah. to plug yourself. All
2: right. So follow us at, at ct small business party on Instagram, and we're at www.ctsmallbusinessparty.com. Okay. Keep up to date. We are only gonna. It's gonna snowball from here. We're gonna get bigger. We're gonna have more awesome stuff. We have circus performers. Yeah. We have a still walker. There is a person
4: on stilts over <laughs> here. And a people. juggler. I yeah. mean,
2: we have, a, we have a face painter, a makeup artist. We have a live mirrorless. We have live music. We have a business podcast. Like, you cannot... Have more fun and get a more more potent yep. networking experience that you can hear tonight. Yep. This and then, is what's
1: up? and then also, I just, I just, I, we got to be selfish, right? And so, you also do what these these new kind of nights, right? That not not a paint night, but you're gonna be burning oh, stuff, you're gonna yeah, be hand, hammering yeah. nails. I'm, I'm, pretty, well, sure, I'm I pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Rachel almost came home with some like you know like, <laughs> like wounds <moves laughs> last so time. Funny. She she yeah, she texted yeah. me saying that oh I was playing with a torch. I was playing she with a torch. Yeah, I
2: do DIY nights. It's kind of like paint night, but we blow the
1: roof off. <laughs> so I put out all my tools. All my blood,
2: my we meet the most interesting characters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I swear,
1: Yeah, don't yeah. yeah. yes. no. yeah, J- yeah, First of all, J Mo, J- 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 you're gonna be J- ending J- with a J- rap, so you better I chill. Mean, oh yeah, you, you gotta plug right Can you rap and plug your company at the same time. So, so, all right. So, where can they reach you out about that?
2: www.RusticDoorsAndDecor.com. Follow me on Instagram. I'm pigtails and Tools. I'm always doing weird stuff. Which is the dopest
4: Instagram. Oh, you're, yeah.
1: the dopest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're the dopest. Yeah, You're the dopest. All right. Yeah. And okay. j Yeah, so well. no, j okay. now now you got to put it right. Oh. i
2: got to go socialize. You guys are the shit. Yep. Thank you for having me. CT Small Business Party. What? Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know
5: if I want to be live on your story, Sam. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. JMO is here. Yeah.
1: All right. So JMO first, where can people reach you?
5: People can reach me at JMO digs, M K T G marketing. JMO digs, marketing, underscore CT. That's my Instagram handle. Um, And my website is jmomarketingsolutions.com, and just so you guys know what I do, I work specifically with Connecticut small businesses. I do web design, I do social media marketing, I do e-commerce campaigns on Groupon and Etsy, I do Google pay-per-click, so if you wanna be that first person in search results, I am your girl. I have the city experience working with big brands, um, and really, I know how to make it work on a small business budget, so that's what I'm here to do. Really, to yep. empower the small
1: And 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 the big kicker, the big kicker is oh that gosh. apparently she can rap. I am. I mean, I you, you're I the one that you you brought up. I mean, <coughs> put it this way: it <coughs> I'll, I'll start doing the Rappers Delight. I can tell you about a time when I was in here, I was right. in Atlantic City and I was doing Rappers Delight for oh, karaoke oh. and oh. shut the place down, literally oh, powered no. down. But so that was so, okay.
5: lyrics. But it wasn't.
1: It wasn't my lyrics. See, that's I can, the I, thing. you know, that's the only rap I can I can almost memorize by heart. All right, all right, still man. All right, so, so J-Mo, you're you're, right, you're on the spot now.
5: Okay. All right, I wish I had a beat, but that's all right. I'll freestyle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're all fucking right. around.
5: <laughs> Look who it is, it's J-Mo. Back on the beat with a flow. Got to watch all of my tone, because I am building my throne, my empire. Boss lady desire hustle taking give me higher. Haters be asking for higher. Go mo, small businesses i grow in the state of connecticut in the place i call home get your brand up to speed let your customers know your local biz on the map keep competition in tow but oh no you stress and add roi it's been low wanna succeed in digital i think you ready for mo high expertise can you tell me please schooled in boston work big brands midtown nyc so what? Uh, look at me now what do you see, Biddy? Leave it in the comments on my business IG. Engagement les, res, oh, I messed up. <laughs> I messed up. That was actually. Too many beers, guys. <laughs> I'm actually
1: Are pretty Are you impressed. kidding me? That, that's impressive. That, that was impressive. Look at that. Game. J-Mo, first of all, she can not only do your digital marketing, but she can rap Thanks. for you. I'm she, about she, to like, she, she made produce my company. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> basically, basically, if there's any uh, rappers out there you need a producer yep. or you know, any of that, so J-Mo. J-Mo right J-Mo,
5: there. J-Mo right. J-Mo right,
1: there. right yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Thank you very much, J-Mo. Thank you so much. All right, Andy Jeremiah here with uh, B- Brew Dice. Brew Dice, right? How yes, you doing? Eric, okay. Hey, yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so Andy, tell us about Brew Dice. What is it?
7: So Brew Dice is a very simple game for people to enjoy while enjoying a craft beer. So there are a ton of breweries opening up all around the state, all around the country. Um, so this game consists of uh, 18 breweries from around the country, and every card has a beer, a snack, and a coaster. And every player has three dice that has a beer, a snack, and a coaster. So it's a race. You roll your three dice to match what's on the card. You grab the card. The first five cards wins. And uh, a lot of trash talking goes on, and uh, a lot of fun uh, at craft uh, tasting rooms.
4: Sounds like my kind of game.
1: Yeah, nice. So, so you're you have a game designing company or what? Or what is this? Yep.
7: Yeah, so I'm a uh, just uh, soft self-taught game designer. So about three years ago, uh, I stumbled upon this uh, this contest to design low-cost game for kids had been designing uh, matched wooden mazes for people to race. So at picnics, people would play these four-foot you know, mazes. you never get a golf ball through a maze. Uh, so people enjoyed racing mazes. Uh, so this contest was asking for low-cost games for kids. So I said, okay, how do I take this maze racing concept and turn it into a low-cost game? So I said, get a cereal box, cut the top half off, cut up straws, glue them in there, and make a marble maze for kids to race. Yeah. That game won first prize. It was judged by game designers and child psychologists. So... I won $5,000, which is great, Uh, but all of a sudden I said, okay, I have this great idea, what do I do with it? And I started pitching uh, that concept to game companies. Never done it before, did a bunch of reading, called a bunch of uh, game companies, and uh, I pitched it to 50 games companies. Uh, Nine asked for uh, more information, three asked for prototypes, and one said, let's do it. And uh, I got a license. Uh, You'll know, make a ton of money, but it's fun because there's no risk to you. So, uh, so, so hold on, hold
1: on. But well, first of all, the competition. What yeah. was that?
7: So it was uh, it was done by a game company called ThinkFun and uh, Berkeley University. They were looking for low cost games for kids. So a lot of gaming uh, theories have been coming out. Uh, you know, kids learn better with games. So they were looking for uh, low cost games for kids to play in schools. So I took my game concept and made it low cost by you know, using a cereal box and uh, cut up straws and out of, out of like the 50 uh, entries, uh, mine won you know, top prize. So, That's awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, thank you. So again, you just, like, randomly search it online, you found this thing, and then, I mean, do you have kids? I mean, it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's like,
7: so
1: I have... It's uh, <laughs> like, like, I want to design that, a kid's that, game, yeah, and that, I have no...
7: That, so I have three daughters, and we've been playing kids you know, games since we were very young. So, you know, when uh, I've always been div- you know designing simple, silly games. I never thought you could make money at it. So... Uh, I just uh, entered that contest on a whim. I won it, and then I figured, okay, now I got to do something with this, you know, winning press yeah. release. Which oh shit! To- now I have to do something about <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. What happened is that his wife told him, "You got to get a hobby," and so he found something. He's like, "Okay, I'll make games."
7: <laughs> yeah. So, so, I, so actually, a couple of years prior to that, I, I tried launching a, a, a yard game. Didn't go anywhere, but I, you know, I, I learned
1: a lot. So. Okay, so so I got to I got to tell you a story about a yard game, right? So I I, I, I went up to New Hampshire with a, a couple of buddies of mine, you know, probably about I don't know, like seven eight years ago, and we got to the beach and we're like, you know, i will having a good time, and we got down there and we're like, there's no goddamn games, so so there wasn't any games, there wasn't anything that we could do, right? So you made your own up. So, I don't know. So so we spent the entire week being like, oh, we're gonna get rich, we're gonna get rich because <laughs> we made up like five or six different games. I think that the name that we came up with was like Solve because we found two buckets. We 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 uh, we, we, we uh, buried them in the sand, and we found two golf balls. We're just like, okay, we're just gonna throw them in there and see how they roll. And we're just like, it's it's a genius. I mean, we came back millionaires in our minds, right? Anything no. can be a game. So
4: I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, last music festival I went to last year, Huluween, Yeah. We we went out there and we were talking about it. And we came up with our own game now. <laughs> It and was. They were uh,
1: playing
7: soft, yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were playing soft, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 they just no. named it
6: differently.
4: Oregon Trail. We remember Oregon Trail, right? Yeah. Festy Trail. Oh. So you got to get to the music festival, and all along the way, oh man, you get pulled over by the cops. Oh no, you forgot money. You forgot your <laughs> license
7: for your tickets or whatever. That's how games start, though. <laughs> it's <laughs> brilliant, right? <laughs> you have to have a seed, and then you work yep. off that, that 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 theme, which sounds pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: exactly. So, so that was your first game. Was it was a children's game, right? Uh, or was that, that was the first thing you yeah, did, right? So that ma-
7: so, so now it's called Maze Racers. Um, it's on Amazon. It's actually going to be in Target stores by the end of this year. Really? Uh, it was nominated for Game of the Year at Toy Fair this past year. We didn't win, but uh, to be nominated, it was quite So non- So that
1: was, that was two years ago? And two so it, it took about was, two years to go from concept to actually in stores or right, exactly, relatively. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it
7: took about a year to come to market, and then it took about another year for it to get noticed. Because in the indie game market, I mean, you know, they're not a Hasbro company. It's published by a game company called Foxmind. They're a small Indian company. Yep. Um, you know, boutique, they, boutique. Uh, yeah, right? they they distribute worldwide, but you know to specialty stores and small mm-hmm. small game stores. They're not in any large chains. But uh, by being nominated for uh, uh, Game of the Year, Target took notice, and now they approached uh, Fox Mines. So that actually, actually, is Fox Mind's first uh, you know opportunity to get their games into. Uh, okay. So, so
1: you, you caught the bug for designing games, and you, where'd bug. you go from there? Yes,
7: so I pitched a lot of ideas that went nowhere. Uh, so Welcome to entrepreneurship. Yeah, exactly. Cause, cause, yeah, exactly. By the way, this
1: isn't your full-time thing, right? Yeah. No, 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 you know, no, no, no. Yeah,
7: no, you, no, you no. got a day job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. You, trust <laughs> me, you cannot make money uh, licensing games. Uh, unless it becomes the next Jenga, you know, you'll, you'll be okay. But until then, uh, you just pitch a lot of ideas. I made a lot of contacts. I go to all the major toy fairs. I mean, I'm not a gamer, a hardcore gamer. I mean, games are blowing up right now as well. I yeah. mean, they have game cafes, and you know, growing yeah,
4: up... Yeah, aren't, like, board games, especially, like, like hugely popular all of
1: a sudden? All the hipsters. They're yeah. like, they're like the, board games are all retro. and like, vinyl. Like, board yeah. games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did to get but I, but I was never a big
7: board gamer, so all of a sudden I'm going to all these conventions, and it's a whole new world, right? So, um, you know, all these games, though, are, are so darn complicated, I've kind of taken a step back, and all my games can be explained in 30 seconds or less. So my, my Maze Racer game is uh, you take two magnetic whiteboards, you build a marble maze, I build a marble maze with foam walls we swap boards we tilt and race so that's the game in 30 seconds brew dice is you flip over a card you match your dice to the card first five cards wins i also have a game called baseball dice Um, there's a pitcher and a batter Uh, each opponent rolls their dice whoever rolls whatever you present whatever you roll the most of you present to your opponent and that's what happens on that pitch you either get a strike or an out or uh, you move the guy around the bases
1: so you've been in a decent amount of elevators Yes, Apparently, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, pitch, <laughs> yeah, make it short, make it short and
7: sweet.
4: Yes,
3: yes, absolutely. Nice, really,
4: yes. those are like the most succinct, like, pitches. But yeah, that you was, got that was pretty you good. Fit, like three pitches in Honestly, like I've been around, I've
1: been doing a lot of like pitches and, and being around the startup ecosystem, and it still takes me like 10 minutes to explain. What yeah, we I'm do. a little and jealous, and, like, it's, and it's, little yeah, like, yeah, it's bad. And it's like uh, it's just because our, our business is so complicated and so great, you know? <laughs> no, I wish good. I had an idea
4: too. that fit into like 20 seconds. There you go. Yeah. Well done. Everybody That's a secret. secret. That's a secret. So, so
1: now that you got the bug, though, so you're just you're just creating games all the time. Is that what you're thinking about now? Yeah. So, it, so it seems I don't like want to I don't
7: want to jinx it, but I'm actually talking to another company now that could produce uh, like four or five more games next year, like uh, themed with uh, NFL, uh, NHL, and so they uh, can get the licenses for you yes, and all again. that kind so, of stuff. So again, so they have that license agreement with the leagues, uh, but they were looking for games uh, for these leagues, and uh, happened to just meet them at a conference. We started talking. I had some ideas. I pitched it, and I said, "We would love it." So. Okay, so
1: basically, you just you, you have the new the new fantasy football or something like that, like. <laughs>
7: uh, so have you played Tenzi? Well, you know what? I can't even talk about it. I can't, get, look at this! Look at this! <laughs> I love it! I love it! <laughs> He's like, "We're, we're we got something good."
1: He goes, "He goes. You can't you can't make money on laces and games unless you do a lot of games." So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? really. Like,
4: a listen, it's games. so good. Yep. I can't tell you about
1: yep. it. But, but, I mean, I mean I assume you see something there, right? Like, there, there is something there to, like, it, it's your hobby, right? Yeah. This, this is your hobby yeah. that you can actually make money at, yeah. or what? No, no.
7: It's a hobby, and it's vacation money right now, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's vacation money. So, uh, you know, you're not going to make a ton of money, but there's no risk, right? So, by licensing an idea, um, you're just presenting that idea to a company. They pay you a small royalty. They manufacture. They distribute. If the game flops, you know, it's no skin off of my back, yeah. but it's a ton of skin off of their back. You
1: know? So So, I mean, like how did you just jump into this? I mean, what do you do for a day job? Because I assume a lot of people don't like, you know, don't, don't just like, Oh, I'm going to start this hobby or, or did right. you, I mean, you told me that you listened to startup, uh, you know, oh, yeah. from yeah. Gimlet. Yeah. Yeah. So you were like, Oh, I'm going to start a business yeah. too.
7: You know, um, it's funny. I mean, I, I'm a sales engineer by trade. So I meet with, uh, guys that install commercial security systems. So, um, I have no problem, you know, reaching out to people and, yep. and, and pitching ideas and, and selling things. Right. So I had this game concept and. Uh, I just uh, started presenting it. I'm not really sure what drove me to actually, you know, to to reach out to companies other than winning that that contest. And once I had that winning press release, I knew I had to do more than just you yeah. know take that win.
1: Yeah, because because you're competitive. You're a sales guy, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: have some sort to, of yeah. competition <laughs> in you, right? I got,
7: I got to get something out of this uh, this, 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 this press release. No, well, nice. I
4: spent all of this time. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so uh, uh, local breweries. Who do who do you have on uh, uh, so, on the cards? Yeah.
7: So we have Kinsman Brewing. We also have New England Brewing out of uh, Woodbridge, and we have Connecticut Beer Tour. Uh, so three companies out of Connecticut. Then we have guys around the country: uh, Revolution Brewing in Chicago, uh, Bear Republic out of California, and a ton of others all around the country.
1: Are you looking for new uh, uh, other breweries around Connecticut, or yes, like yes, what? You... Yeah,
7: so I'm reaching out to breweries. So even though you're not part of the game, a brewery can uh, have this game in their tasting room, and I can create a custom card for them. So I just met with uh, yeah, you some can. local breweries yes you can <laughs> <laughs> local brewery uh, yeah. so the dice are already made and uh, we just you know reach out to these breweries and they can uh, add that game to their room
1: alright awesome well uh, Andy thank you for being on this is I uh I mentioned
7: uh, yes. brewdice.com is my website in case Brew,
1: way, brewdice.com alright awesome. thank you Andy thank you. very much all right, so we're uh, here at Kinsman Brewing Company with uh, Nick Lafort, brand foreman. That's right. All right. Such a cool yeah, title. Yeah, Thank exactly. Because, you. You. you know, from coming from Chris, he's a marketing manager, this yeah. or that, director of like marketing. I like to call but... myself a wordsmith. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. you're, you're, you're building something here, right? Yeah, That's yeah. why you're a foreman. That's
8: right. I'm building the, uh, the level of beers through our head brewer, Bob. So Nice,
1: nice. So tell us a little about Kinsman.
8: Kinsman was founded, uh, t- founded by two brothers uh, with a dream. Had an idea of bringing really good craft beer in a really good setting to uh, to Connecticut, and they did it. You know, uh, it took them a little over a year to kind of get everything going. This building's been around since the Civil War. It was in uh, it was in arrears. It was in really bad shape, <laughs> and uh, they restored it. They turned it into a brewery. They turned a factory into a brewery and uh, brought on board a really good head brewer, assistant brewer, and uh, a really good crack team who of uh, people who are just enthusiastic. Most of us aren't even trained in this. We're just uh, Craft beer freaks, and we really enjoy the uh, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the beer for sure. But we enjoy the atmosphere and getting out there and, and sharing what, what we're into with other people. Yep. So were,
1: so don't take offense to this, but it looks like you're a guy that knows how to drink some beer. Yeah, I've had a couple. Okay. Yeah, okay. In my time.
4: Drink some beer and arm wrestle. We yeah, because we did we see, last see that. We were
1: watching this gentleman <laughs> <laughs> earlier. I, I, uh, I Absolutely dominant. So, so as as Brand Foreman, was yeah. that one of the things that you wanted to, to to have here that just like brings people in to show their you know.
8: Well, the whole thing, you know, our, <laughs> the whole thing is we want to bring people here in general. And if that means we're just bringing people here at night to have beer or to see a band or have something to eat or to have a full-blown, you know, Connecticut small business party, yeah, uh, that's what we're going to do. And uh, tonight's super diverse. I mean, we have people, you know, we're, we're doing this podcast here right now. Um Got a guy in stilts out there. We did arm wrestling. You yeah. do have yeah. a gentleman yeah. on he stilts. Really, yes. it kind of freaked me out from it. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I yeah. gave him a high five. Yeah, he, good for you. Actually, man. I bet it was a low five for him. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was. <laughs> and uh, we're just all—we just kind of want to, you know. Our whole thing is friends and family. You know, yeah. We we talk about that whole ideal of you're bringing people together and beer does that, sure, but it's the atmosphere too and stuff like this. When we put on these events, actually, we're, we're co-sponsoring. Sammy put this event on. She did an amazing job. Yeah. And when we put these on, we really get to see everybody. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, man. It's all about just seeing the smiles on people's faces, people yeah. hugging and high five and arm-wrestling for money. <laughs> um, actually, I don't know if there's any money going on. We shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, no. There was no that. money, just broken I won, arms. I won $50. There was no cash <laughs> <extension> <laughs> yeah. hands ever. For. So, so uh, when, when, when did doors open here? So we officially opened in in April, and then we had our grand opening at the end of June. And uh, it's just been rocking ever since. You know, the yeah. soft opening was a little bit longer than we expected, but it, it it allowed us to gauge what this whole thing was going to be about. You know, was the beer going to be good? Uh, well, we knew the beer was going <laughs> to be good. I shouldn't say that, but was the beer going to be desirable by people in the neighborhood and surrounding areas? And uh, I think it, it's a resounding yes. Yeah. So. Uh, well, well, it's
1: actually interesting because when I turned down the the street to come yeah. here, I was like.
8: Is this in somebody's freaking house?
1: Yeah, like, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden you got this big building. That's you, you know, it. And I mean, so it is, right? The people in the neighborhood yeah, wanted you to the be na- here. Yeah, they-
8: we're like a neighborhood craft brewery, um, which is which is pretty cool. We're we're in the middle of everything. There's a, a amazing disc golf course up the street and a regular park. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so a feel. What I, it, festi- what, what, uh, what golf course is that? It's Panther. 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 Yeah, it's, it- it's Panther. It's super awesome yeah. up there. Um, and uh, it, we're just in the middle of everything. You got 84 on each end. So you can get here easily. You can leave here easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good area, man. We're yeah. in, you know, in, and we're the whole city block. I mean, we're the whole <laughs> damn block. Area. Yeah, yep. Nice. So, uh, so is there a type of beer that you guys specialize in, or is it? Our Our specialization is not specializing in beers. Wow. Um, the craft beer industry That's right now. Meta, yeah. <laughs> <the way>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little meta. I yeah. It's <laughs> <like> <laughs> a little meta. Super <laughs> um, meta. Basically, the craft beer industry right now is dominated by IPAs. So of course, we make IPAs. And uh, even those, um, you know, Bob, Bartholomew, head brewer, he kind of goes a little left of center, right of center, off center with uh, what what he's brewing. He wants to make beers that people are familiar with but maybe never had before. So we've had beers like Grisettes here. Um, Our coffee stout was something. I've had a lot of stouts in my time, a lot of coffee stouts, but this is probably one of the most robust coffee stouts I've ever had. Um, Right now we've just put on our first Belgian Blonde. That we've infused with 250 pounds of Niagara, New York cherries. Okay. So we, we, you know, we want to address everybody. Of course, yeah, we got to have the IP IPA types up there, but we've got the light beers, uh, we have got the lagers, we've got we've got everything. Yep. I, I
4: should say uh, I'm currently enjoying the uh, Yep, nope.
8: Yep, nope. Double yep, IPA. Nope, yeah. yep.
4: It's a little confusing to order, but yep, yep nope. I love it.
8: That's <laughs> it. slang for mullet. That's part of our bad haircut series. And <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, bowl yeah, cut yeah. will be on, yep. which is. And I have uh, the old dot. Uh, oh, thoughts out loud. Yeah, that's yeah. another good Thought beer. Old thoughts. So, right. thoughts. I love yeah. these names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bob's a, Bob and I and uh, and Dicky, who's our assistant brewer, and a couple of other folks here. We just kind of, I don't know. We watched a lot of movies in our time. We grew up in the '80s, <laughs> and like like right now, our our <laughs> our Belgian blonde is called Run by Fruiting, and that's an that's a direct <laughs> quote from Mrs. Doubtfire. That's Robin yeah. Williams and Jack. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> which is another beer we're coming out with. Which. Yep. Really. Hush hush. So, actually, yeah, so, hush.
1: so, so, so I mean, you actually brought up a point: is that um, a lot of craft brewers are popping up. I mean, like yep. the industry's saturated, yep. semi-saturated, yep. right? Yep. Um, so let's talk about uh, sessions, session IPAs, yep. right? Do you guys yep. got one coming out? Because, because I have been loving the fact that all these companies are coming out with these session yeah. IPAs. Because, like, yeah. I love a good IPA, but in the in the summertime, like, you can't be
8: drinking the six point fives all day. Well, so and let you know, so it's, instead of doing a session IPA, we had a, we had a table beer. Which was kind of like a, it was a hopped grisette, if you will. What's um, a grisette? Now get it. Well, grisette gotta, gotta is a, a, it's a, it's a, it was made by Belgian miners. It's kind of like a French saison made by the poor man and the poor yep. man's wife. And it's a light beer, it's super crushable. And uh, uh, that was called Lion Cave. And then we came out with the, the table beer called Beer de Joie. Which is kind of on the same the same a little, formula little and framework right there. Yeah. and a but that bougie. was that's about as close as we have gotten to a session IPA, and that's only because it was it was dry hop. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, we right now we have twenty one point three. That's kind of our flagship, IPA. And that's about as close to session as I think we're going to get this year. Yeah. She's six point six percent. She goes down smooth and easy, and it's a fantastic, fantastic beer. That um, the name comes from the mile marker out on the canal trail outside. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: All right, so you're, you're obviously an excellent hype man. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to, uh, we, we delved into this just a little bit before we started recording, but uh, yeah. how did you become a part of the Kimson family?
8: Well, so it was, you know, I've known Bob, shoot, man, uh, Bob and I met, I think, it's sixth grade, so, you know, huh. almost 30, you know, 25 I was, years. I was going to say, not over a beer. No, but. not over a beer. <laughs> well, you know, eighth grade we are yeah, drinking, yeah, them, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> you know, sorry, Mom. But, um... And I'm an engineer by trade. I'm a design engineer and a writer. And Bob just called me up one day. He was like, hey, man, you want to write some stuff? for This brewery we're opening up. And uh, First he said you, you sure. want to drink some beer. And then yeah, some and I did. I've I had Bob's day. beers before, and I knew they were going to be good. And uh, they kind of brought me in, felt me out. And I started off bartending, and I moved into this position through a couple of different events in osmosis. And um, now I am the foreman. Well,
4: I, I just, you know... I'm a marketer by trade. Yeah. You know, game recognized game, man. Yeah, like yeah. you guys are killing it yeah, out there. Much, you guys are yeah. doing a great job. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. You do, fun. and it comes across. And you know, uh, anybody listening, you know, have some fun oh, with your social media. Have some fun with your marketing. Because you you it comes across and you know, you guys are just killing it out well, there. Well the owners so, you know, let
8: us too. The owners are two they are, too, are they're, they're pretty good guys. Just, these two dudes are just phenomenal people and they kinda let they let Bob really run the ship in the brewing. They let me run the, the ship as far as marketing goes over here. And uh, <laughs> they haven't stopped us either of us yet, yeah, um, yeah. knock on wood, so we've had a good time. Nice, nice. So uh, how many uh, how many uh, different types of brews do you come out with a year? Is there a cycle to it where you ha- you're going to oh, have your contents and then you're going to be? A lot of everything comes out. I mean, a lot of what Bob sets out to brew becomes a beer. He's, the guy's refined. I mean, he's he's a brewmaster, so he's gone to school for this. He's classically trained and, uh, and unclassically trained, too. And uh, his recipes are usually just a hit. There's been a couple of, of near misses, but, but even though th- it's turned out th- good.
1: Th- that's a part of it, though. Yeah, that's I mean, it. I mean, you like if you, if you want to be kind of at the forefront of getting the new beer out. Well, that's it. Doing something. Everybody you gotta, you gotta Everybody's try,
8: made right? an oopsie, and sometimes people like those oopsies. They don't sell that great, but you can still sell them. And, jeez, uh, to say how many we could probably do in a year. I mean, if we did between, you know, 25 and 35 different beers a year for our first couple of years, I wouldn't be surprised. And obviously that's going to taper off. You're gonna have your staples start to kind of rise to the top, and then you're gonna have just a few, a few different beers that you make throughout the year to kind of, you know, keep everything fresh and lively. Well, you got you got a
1: seasonality. You got to You yeah, got well, to I mean, take you gotta, all that
8: consideration. You got to take in, you know, what's going on. Like, what's a hot hop? What's a hot type of beer? You know, we just did a uh, a goza uh, because that's kind of like your intro to. Um, you're into sours and people love sours right now. Sours is actually a very interesting one. Like I yeah. I didn't think I would I'd would get into it, but I mean yeah. I like the
1: tart kind of a se- I mean, I'm actually a big um uh so uh you know the uh, UFO big squeeze yeah. front from Harpoon. Yeah. You can't find that anywhere. No. And that used to be like my you go-to summer now. beer, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but but again, you have more some of the fruity beers coming out and like, you know, yeah. the sours and stuff, so it's been it's been pretty interesting with that. Yeah. But um, nice, nice. So uh, Kinsman, what's going on?
8: You know, coming up. What's uh, where we're, going can people reach you? Well, on. we got we got more beer coming out. We are opening up a restaurant at the end of next month. It's going to be on one end of the tap room, and we're opening up an events room. On the other end of the uh, the tap room. Very so nice. Yeah, so we're gonna be able so, to serve. people. So actually, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna
1: question you a little yeah. bit on that. The 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 restaurant. Yeah. I, th- I thought like you couldn't have a restaurant next to like
8: a tap room or like own the same thing. Well, and maybe own yeah, it, I man. Know. I mean, we worked it out. We got licensed properly, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be called Sauce. So you can come down and get Sauce at Kinsman Brewing. Ah. Boom. Yeah, I'll I'll go, t- t- yeah I'll I'll talk go. about that, yeah. Brand yeah. Foreman right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: yeah. Nick LaForte. Thank you very much, and everybody, come on come on, try some beer at Kinsman. Yeah, come
8: on down. We'll see you soon. All
1: right. All right. So uh, we're talking to a couple guys here. Um, it, honestly, I'm not really too excited about it just because of the fact that I wouldn't use their service because they're, trying, they're trying to get rid hair. of it the, because their service would get rid of what I've been working on for the past like year and a half. Um, but uh, we got Penn and Tyler here from Barbershop 1049. What's going on, guys?
6: So
1: uh, you're going you're gonna to have to get closer to this, guys. Come on. Going over All right. There we go. Oh, there we go. And All now, right. in, in
4: fairness, Ben keeps me presentable.
1: Oh, does he? Yes, he does. So and he so, takes care of that. Yes, All he right. takes
4: care of this mess up here. <laughs> Eric might not cut his hair because he's a dirty hippie, but Ben keeps me presentable.
1: Hey, I got the man bun going on, or like, I call it the professor bun because it's like you know down. It's not up. Do you guys see what yeah. I have to deal with? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All right. So, so Ben Tyler, tell us about this. I mean, was it your passion? How how did you guys get into this?
6: I always cut hair in high school, and then I just uh, didn't know what I wanted to do with myself after high school, and so it kind of just panned out after that Nice. Um, tried nice. a few other routes, but ended up going back to cutting hair.
1: Cool. So how long have you guys been open?
9: We've been open since February, then started about a month ago. Nice. We both came from the uh, Art of Shaving. Okay. Which is more of like a corporate company? We just decided to kind of. So the artist
1: shaving was that? Um, how do I know That's that? In the mall. It's in, in the malls in West Falls. Okay, the mall, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, like a, yeah, A retailer. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. These
4: Thanks. guys are too good for that. Like, let's yeah. be clear about that.
1: Like, <laughs> no corporatism. Okay, so you guys can't. You got. You guys were in that, and then you guys what? You guys work together and decide that you wanted to move on, start your own thing, or what? Yeah,
9: just kind of join forces and do our own thing, you know, the way we want nice yeah
1: so so i mean being a barber is 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 being an artist nowadays right yeah. i mean are you guys Pretty i mean much. like tell us about what kind of like style you guys are as a barbershop because i know all barber barbershops a little bit different i mean you know we're definitely di- a different traditional
6: barber shop.
1: yeah yeah like so what, what does that mean what is haircuts? traditional barber-
6: um just so any classic haircuts yeah hot towel shaves and we have whiskey
9: at the shop, just on the house. That, does,
1: that, that doesn't sound normal, but that doesn't sound like <laughs> traditional. Traditional barbershop, you know. Trying to a
9: little bit different, but still yep. keeping the traditional values. Okay, so
1: instead, I mean, I grew up, right? I grew up going, uh, getting, getting my uh, my haircut on a Saturday morning, go get some coffee, go get a donut. But you guys are like, at 4 or 5 o'clock, come on down, get your get your uh, shave, right?
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Nice. So, if you're like growing
3: out
9: your hair, you can still come in for the hot
1: towel shit. Okay. Yeah. So, I, mean, and, I mean, yeah. This takes me like four or five months just to give you by. I'm like, I'm not that hairy, you know? So
9: <laughs>
4: were you guys always struck by the entrepreneurial bug or was this something that just like one day we were like, ah, eh, let's do this. Like, was this or was this always kind of like the plan?
6: I think most barbers that get into the trade, at the end of the day, they all want to own their own shop or, like, work for themselves, personally.
9: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's always in the back of your mind you want to do your own thing, be your own boss. Yeah. And
4: and now you guys, um... Ty- Tyler, you start, You got the ball rolling, right? Like, you opened the shop. Can you talk a little bit just about the experience of just, like, taking that first big step?
9: Um i had another shop i left the company artist shaving i started a small little studio in glastonbury and uh after about a year and a half there i decided to do the storefront and uh it's definitely not easy
6: yeah yeah a lot
1: yeah. of work that's underselling it a little saying, bit the funny thing is all your friends were like yo that's awesome you want do your own business like you're your own boss And you're yeah. just like yeah that's- Huh. <laughs> a, it sounds great, you know, when you're talking about it. But it's a
9: lot of work. Um, it's definitely rewarding in the end, though. You know, it's it's gotten busy and uh, it's been going really well. So we're definitely happy.
1: Yeah. And I mean, look, so most of the businesses that are here are like lifestyle business, right? I mean, this is this is your life. This is your nine to five. You're going in there. You're interacting with the with the local people, right? I mean, barbershops really is about the regulars, right? So, I, mean, yeah. I mean, so so it's you got that relationship. I mean, granted, the bar the barber that I went to. I mean, she she I mean she knows my family right because she grew up hearing about the stories and this and that. So I mean, that's got to be an interesting. I mean, I'm a talker. I got a podcast, right? Yes. So like that's, that's the side. I don't want me cutting hair or nothing like that. But it's like you got to on the, on the other side of the business side, you got to hear some crazy stories, no? Yeah, you meet a lot
9: of people, all walks of life, a lot of stories, you know. A lot of stories you don't want to hear. Yeah. Well, the, the
1: stories that you don't want to hear because you guys are giving piece, people whiskey, so they're they're talking a little too trail, much, you know, trail. right?
9: Yeah. <laughs> we double as psychologists some of the time, too, you know, and just therapists for people, so.
1: Nice, nice. And,
9: you know,
6: It's a place for people to go and vent about, like, anything. You know? it's, a, it's
4: a little bit of a safe space, you yeah. know? Like, I'm just here, I'm just getting my yep. hair cut, and I'm just talking a little bit. And your
6: barber is, like, a totally unbiased, like, and and something going on Tyler
4: hasn't cut my hair yet but Ben is a good listener I can't attest to that like personally like Ben has listened to me bitch a little bit so you know
1: I literally only listen to him when I'm on the podcast it's it's, true I try to call him and he's just like no like straight to voicemail. yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) So, so I mean, like the the shop, right? I mean, are you guys trying to expand? I mean, I mean, I assume with the barber shop, right? And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you open the shop, you have four or five seats open, you know, and then you're gonna bring in new barbers and they bring in their clientele. Is that is that usually how it works, or what?
9: Yeah, I mean, we're we are busy, but we're definitely looking for more people. You know. Yeah. It's always gonna be, uh, you know, looking for new people to come in and just keep growing.
4: This isn't just a place that where you are not just getting your haircut like you're 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 committing to a lifestyle. You here. try to yeah. promote yeah. an
9: experience, you know, yeah. not just a haircut. It's an experience. It, yeah. it's, I,
4: I'm not the kind of guy to you know, I don't spend my money unnecessarily, but you know, money well spent is what <laughs> I'm saying. Obviously, well, I like Ben here. I mean, well, I'm well, picking no, up but but, but
1: I mean, you're getting to the fact that it's like a haircut's a haircut's a haircut, right? No. But it's the experience. well what I'm saying. No, it is not. No, it is not. But it's the experience that you put around it and the community yeah. that you have around it where it's like you're coming to hang out. You don't mind yeah. coming to watch. And you don't mind watching two or three other guys, you know, get their hair cut because you're yeah, chatting yeah. with the guy beside you, you know.
6: And, well, that's why we like to make our place appointment-based because then we just have time to work on clients, whereas, like, We've both worked at, like, the walk-in barbershops where you have to, like, go. And on a Saturday morning, you're sitting waiting for two hours to get your haircut. Like, this is more like, all right, you want a haircut, you can book an appointment. You know, you're going to get a half an hour of service. Like, so we're actually taking our time and, like, really giving them the best
4: work And if if someone wants to book an appointment, they want to find you, where do they find you guys?
6: Uh, Barbershop1049.setmore.com.
4: There you go. And um, you're 1049 Queen Street in Southington, right? Yeah. So make an appointment with these guys. Check them out.
1: Yep, yep. And if you got long hair and you want to get rid of it, at some point I will. Maybe I'll call you guys off, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I know my girlfriend's going to want to just chop it off. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to CT Startup. More Connecticut startup news, information, and events can be found at ctstartup.com. The weekly episodes of this podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ctstartup.com. We would like to thank both Sublime Exposure Online and Mirtha Kalina for providing resources and space to CT Startup, which make this show possible. See you next week.